Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Wack Brackets, the podcast that was disappointed when it turned on Fox News and found out there were no actual foxes on the news. I'm your host, Mike. And today I have on a guest who is going to debate me well because she is known as a master debater. I think she actually does a little bit of training of people. So I have a feeling I'm up against it today, but I'm up for the challenge. So please welcome onto the podcast uh, someone that I met a month ago. I've had a lot of fun getting to know her. I've been on her podcast just recently as well. It is Leah from the Take Up Space podcast. How are you today, Leah? I'm well. How are you? You know, I'm doing well. We just got done recording your podcast. Sadly, mine probably will come out about a month, a month and a half after yours. So I apologize for that. But it was a fun time. So thank you for having me on there. But why don't you tell these fine people, the billions and billions of listeners I want to have, exactly what you do over at the Take Up Space podcast? (laughs) Absolutely. So at Take Space Podcast, we talk about the importance of becoming self-aware and not shrinking yourself in social, familial, or professional relationships so that you can learn to advocate your, advocate for yourself in a very positive way. So that's, uh, that's typically what we talk about. We talk about people-pleasing. We talk about you know taking your shot and really just going for your passion and what's going to help you build boundaries and be successful in having healthy relationships with people. Okay, well, see, I could probably take advice from you because I think what this podcast does is it alienates people. I've had people tell me they argue with their spouse after listening to my podcast about some of the topics we will talk about. And today, you know what we're going to talk about, but other people don't. So pretty much what we're going to bracket off is when we are going to bracket off shit people that everyone knows, people that Uh. are completely annoying to you and everyone around you. And whether they know it or not, doesn't matter. And it's uh, they're still just going to be shit. So, <laughs> so with that said, if you're ready, I will tell people quickly what I do at Whack Brackets, and then we will get going. Sure, I'm ready. So, all right. Well, at Whack Brackets, I am asking the burning questions you never knew you wanted answered. Until we ask them, I will bring on fellow podcasters and friends of the show, such as Leah here, and we will bracket off similar contestants using irreverent. I was going to say irreverent. I've been trying to work that word in because it sounds smarter than irrelevant, and they're somewhat similar. But the truth is, I'm not very smart. We just bracket off different things against different things. How's that one? <laughs> How you like them apples? So anyway, with that said, I guess we will get on to said whack bracketing of shit people. You ready? Listen, I know some pretty terrible people, so I'm ready for this. All right. Well, here's where we're actually going to do it a little bit different. Uh, usually we do a four-person bracket, so we do two against two. If anyone remembers my episode with the election special, we actually did four people brackets and then ended with a four-person bracket. We're going to cut this in the middle. So Leah has been kind enough to try something a bit different. We are going to have three contestants against each other, three against each other, three against each other, and then the winner of those three will face off in the final whack bracket. So hopefully this doesn't confuse anyone. It's not a extremely different thing, but you know what? I've been told that I'm stupid, but I do trust the intelligence of my listeners to understand exactly what I'm talking about. So 
Here we go on the topic of shit people we've known, we know, etc. with question one being, which one of these friends is more likely to be a degenerate gambler? Would it be the friend who is shitty to the wait staff? Would it be the friend who tries to sell you multi-level marketing? Or would it be the friend that always asks you to spot them money? Leah, I will let you start out. Mm, so... So the friend who who is always trying to get you in on the multi-level marketing scheme is always up to no good because they always like come under the guise of, hey, I want to see how your life is going and I want to help you improve it. Let's see. I feel like, oh man, but the friend who always needs money, it's like, where does their money go? Like, are they paying bills or are they, are they, they could be the gambler and that's why they're always broke. It's a possibility. Oh my gosh. But the one who's who's just stupid to the wait staff, they're just terrible people. <laughs> Their life is not a gamble. They just choose to be shitty. And I feel like I feel like they're probably not in the running. So I would say the degenerate gambler would probably be the person who always needs you to spot the money. See, I'm going to at least think about this. I didn't actually have an answer, so we're gonna have to figure this out. We have the friend who's shitty to the wait staff. And like you mentioned, these people are usually just awful human beings. Yeah. Because these are people that, because they're in a position where they know there's no ramifications or repercussions by their actions, they're just going to pull out their dick card and they're going to be like, go get me another drink. This one has a hair in it, which is actually a good reason, I guess, to send a drink back, but you don't have to be a dick about it. You don't have to be, yeah. Yeah, or the people that eat a lot of their meal and then they'll be like, I didn't like that. Can you you get me a manager? So those yes. people are just awful people. Uh, the friend who asks you to spot them, generally speaking, in my experience, it's not that those people are broke. It's just that they're cheap. and They just don't want to spend their own money. Yeah, so they're, they're just cheap. So I don't think cheap people are necessarily the gambling type. The people mm. who, who always ask you to spot them, they remind me, and it's kind of the same vein here is people who, when you have to split up a bill, they're always the one that doesn't put in enough money. Right. I only I only did this. I'm not paying for gratuity. I only ordered this thing, and it's only $3, so I'm putting in exactly $3. Yeah, yeah. And so, But yeah, the friend who sells you multi-level marketing, to me, is about the worst type of friend you can have. Yeah. Because the difference between that and a person who asks you to spot them money, when someone asks you to spot them money, even though they never pay it back, it's under the guise and the ruse that, oh, I'll pay you back or I will get this next time. But people who are selling you multi-level marketing know they're trying to take your hard-earned money and put it in their pocket. And why they need the multi-level marketing guideline or the guise, the ruse, is beyond me. So to me, these people have no respect for you and the money you have. And obviously, if they're in multi-level marketing, they really probably don't have any respect for any money because you'd have to be a dumbass to buy this stuff. So in turn, I think they have a lack of respect for money altogether. And I think they're the ones taking the money and gambling it because they think that it's money just grows on trees. So me, for my dollar, I'm going with the MLM guy. Mm, see, but here's the thing, though. This is what I'll say about the person who always needs to spot, to spot you. I feel like there's a couple different types of people, but the main types are the ones who refuse to spend their own money. So the cheap ones or the ones who are just really bad with money. And so Mm -hmm. they tend to spend more of it than what they have, or they always want to hang out with you. 
because they know that you go to the nice places and you do the nice things. And so they try, that's why I feel like they're more of the gambler because there's a possibility that you'll say no. And they're willing to take that chance every single time. All right. All right. Well, MLM people are willing to take a chance that you won't be their friend because they're selling you garbage <laughs> products. But regardless of that, we have a disagreement, it sounds like, which is fine because I'm not going to go on your side, though. Sometimes people talk me into it, but this one, I'm standing firm. So since you as the guest, if you would like to put through the spot person, then we put them through. But the next time we have a disagreement, I get to put mine through. So the call is yours. Yeah, because I just can't. I mean, I feel like the degenerate because that's that's the word. That's the descriptive word. The degenerate gambler. I think that would be more of a person who spots or who acts to be spot because uh, the multi-level marketing person is just taking that one leap of faith that if I meet up with you, whether you choose to continue to be my friend or not, I don't think that they're, but they do it multiple times. I've been hit up a lot. (laughs) I, uh, degenerate. (laughs) I feel like it's the person who always needs money. So yeah, I'm going to okay. go ahead and just and just keep mine and just say yes. Yeah, the person who needs money will be more of the degenerate. Okay, gotcha. So yeah. there we go. I will mark that person as a winner. We disagree, but that is okay because we are friends, and it is okay for friends to disagree on things. Absolutely. Except politics. There's always one side to political arguments. That's <laughs> right, and it's my side. Damn it. And football. <laughs> Huh. Well, I don't have a say. I don't have, I don't care about football. So you can have that all day. That's... <laughs> uh, me either. I'm a Saints fan, but yeah, it's, it's going to be a rough few years for my love, beloved Saints. But a rough few years? You're yeah. calling it already? Just like, yeah. yeah, most likely. But you know what? I'm not on here to talk sports. I am on here to talk terrible friends because everybody loves to talk about shitty friends. We are letting the person that has to be spotted all the time go through to the final whack bracket against the winner of this bracket and the next one. With the question being on this bracket, which one of these friends cleans their cat's litter box out less often? Mm. Is it the friend who's noncommittal? Is it the friend who always stands you up? Or is it the friend who is only there during the good times? I have to say the noncommittal friend because the noncommittal friend is always around the corner on their way you know is gonna but then when you talk to them it's like yeah i'll definitely be there and then the day of so uh i'm not really sure if i'll be able to really maybe not but because yeah no i would i would say it would have to be the non-committal friend because the friend who's there for the good times they would do more work than the non-committal friend and the friend who always stands you up they just Oh, actually, no. The friend who always stands you up just may never do it. Because <laughs> a non-committal friend, I don't think, would have a cat because they can't commit to anything. Hmm. So I think the friend who stands you up will more than likely be the one that gets the cat but doesn't clean up after it. Okay, I'm going to change my answer. I'm going to go <laughs> with the one who always stands you up. All righty. I will at least give every one of these a run. Let's see. The friend who's non-committal, I think you hit that one on the head. Uh, it's going to be hard to commit to an animal if you can't decide on the animal. Yeah. And at that point, they would be like, oh, well, I don't know. It just sounds like a lot of work and I don't want to mess with it. So, yeah, most likely that's not their bag. Let's go ahead and say they're not the one that has the cat. 
a friend who's only there for the good times. It could be them, but they're the kind of person to me that would get the cat. And then once they realize the litter box sucks to clean, they just take it to the Humane Society and get rid of it within a few weeks. The whole cat. (laughs) Yeah, the whole cat. Just get rid of it. And either that or they're the one that – how many people have you known that owned a cat and then all of a sudden somebody else owns the cat? It's like – yeah, so well, so and so needed to give away. So and so was giving away a cat, so I took it. So that's the kind of friend that that's only there for the good times because they only want the cat when it's a kitten and when it's cute and when the cat gets mm-hmm. ugly and lazy and shits in your house. They don't want any part of that, so yeah. they're just going to get rid of it. Whereas a friend who stands you up, definitely, they're the ones that they're going to commit to the cat, and then they just don't care about feelings and they don't care about what they do to people. So their litter box is just full of shit. Their cats happen to like look for places to put its sad little paw so it can oh. so it can pop a squat. And, and there's so much in the litter box when the cat goes to try to bury it, he's just buried, he's just like pulling more shit out of the bottom. Yeah. So so yeah, I, yeah. But that's the kind of person stands you up. Now they're standing their cat up. Yeah. So yeah, I I agree 100 percent I think it's the friend who stands you up that is going yeah. to not clean that litter box. Yeah, the friend who stands you up is never is never a good friend because they're always on their way. The party ended three hours ago and they're still on their way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they won't even I think that's the thing, is there are the friends that will will lie about it. And then there's some friends that literally they just ghost you for the night. Oh, the ghosting friends are the worst. Yeah, because you're like, okay, I'm going to, and they sound all super excited about being there. And they're like, oh yeah, we're going to have a fun time. I'm going to meet you and we're going to do this and this. Then they're not there and they've done it to you enough that you're not worried about about them, but you still want to be that friend. So you're like, they're missing out on a good time. They really acted like they want to be here. And then, you know, get a hold of them. And then usually even half the next day, they don't want to talk to you. And then sometimes like- later in that day or when the weekend's over so they know they don't have to go out it's like again three days later they're like yeah. hey so-and-so happened oh something came yeah. up and yeah it's like, i love that the, a lot of them don't even act like sh- shit they did shit they're just like hey how's it going <laughs> you're like I, I just just i thought we were supposed to meet yeah you know what um yeah that just i, I just i just didn't want to do it. it it fell through i'm sorry uh you want to go out tonight yeah yeah tonight i want to go out <laughs> So now that's they that no, they don't even they don't even apologize, and then they no, end up just right. they end up just like, well, no, you just have to accept me for what I am. I absolutely don't. <laughs> you're right. I absolutely don't. You're right. That. <laughs> so yeah, the friend who stands you up gets to go on with the friend who always asks you to spot them against the winner of this last whack bracket in the prelim rounds before the final. Question here is more likely to be led out of their house by police in cuffs. Handcuffs, of course. Would it be the friend who tries to steal, or let me rephrase that, the friend who tries to date your ex, the friend who tries to talk you into going to their church, or the friend who is aggressively helpful? Oh, wow. Okay, so we're going to work our way backwards on this one. The okay. one, the friend who's who's aggressively helpful, they mean well. They They do. They mean well. But I feel like when you have somebody who has an aggressive, aggressively positive personality, like that positivity turns toxic real quick. And it's like, they want everything happy, everything, like you turn into a project for them. Mm-hmm. And they always want to be around to micromanage everything. Um, so that's more, that can be 
lead to a boiling point more quicker, which could turn into a fight while they're that and that could be why they're being led away by the cops. The friend who tries to talk you into going to their church. I've been that friend a couple times. I learned very quickly in high school that unless they ask, there's no reason for you to like try to invite <laughs> them. It's fine. It's it's they're they've been living life, they're fine. But those who keep coming back and asking, even if it comes up, I feel like they're less likely to show up at your house trying to invite you. Mm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. The friend who tries to date your ex. I feel like that friend is more uh, spiteful, but I don't feel that there would be a necessity for, unless it's like cheaters. <gasps> if it's a situation like cheaters and they have to actually get the cops because the guy like went ballistic or the girl is just going crazy, <laughs> that would be, if it was a cheaters, like that extreme cheater situation, but since they're already your ex, I don't think there's a reason for that. So I think the friend who is aggressively helpful, um, who seems to want to, because she could be a serial killer and she just wants to help you and act like, oh no, I'm helping you, but then she wants to be you. And then it turns into like this whole CSI thing and she's like really crazy or something like that. Kind of like the single white female situation. Yes, absolutely. So I feel like her, she, that, that friend, guy or girl, that's going to be the person let out of the house by the cuffs. Yes. Uh, All right. At least you're going to have to come for that friend. (laughs) Well, none of these friends are good. And I've known all of these friends. Yeah, I've had a a friend of mine who's no longer a friend of mine, of course, tried to literally within a week of me breaking up with this girl. She broke up with me. I'll be honest. I'm not always doing the breaking up. I'm not a good boyfriend. I'm lucky to have a wife that loves me. But at at times I've been a shit person. And regardless, I probably the relationship didn't work out for whatever. But literally within a week, he was like going on walks around the neighborhood with her and and he was telling me how good she smelled. I'm like, you're kind of a dick. How aren't old you, buddy? is he? How old well, were we were in this? Like early 20s. Oh, he's a creeper. Yeah, needless to say, me and him don't, I don't fuck around with that guy anymore. Oh. But yeah. So he was well, a creeper. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you know what? She is my ex, but literally, she haven't even, the body's still warm, buddy. You know, <laughs> wait a week. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm not one of those guys that, that's too possessive about exes. I know a lot of people that are. I'm not. But there, there's a expiration date, uh, so to speak, or a, a reverse expiration date where you don't try to do it until there's like just a little bit of distance in between. Right. Uh, let let it air out a little bit. Like, let's let's not let's not do it right now. So, yeah, that guy wasn't too dangerous a guy, of course, and kind of a kind of a schmuck regardless of that. I don't think that those people are generally dangerous. They're just usually low self-esteem assholes. And I'm fine with that. The friend that tries to talk you into going to their church, this has happened to me on several occasions and it's good friends and I've got nothing against them. I am not overly religious. I do. I'm consider myself agnostic, but I Mm -hmm. don't have a specific religion that I follow. Uh, I do potentially believe in a higher spirit. I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what I don't know. But that whole kind of, I, I hate it's the slow burn. It's its not even like, Mike, you're a heathen and you, you don't believe religion. You need to go get, it's its kind of this, ah, just come on. You're really going to enjoy this. And it's like, no, <laughs> no, I've been to church enough in my life. 
I, I know what church is all about. It's cool that you're enjoying the shit out of that, but no, I'm not going to do it. And, but it, I had the same guy do this to me repeatedly. And it was me, my wife and I, and he, he and his wife, he started getting, he's when those guys started getting real religious after he started dating her. And mm. and we would eat out with them maybe once every few weeks, and literally about once every month and a half, to be like, "You got to stop by and swing by our church and check it out. I think you really like it." And I forget what my wife told him, but it was something to the effect she was finally sick of it. She's like, "We are more likely to talk you out of ever going to your church again than we are to show up at your church." So just know that it's not going to happen. So again, no, just leave, just leave it alone. Like I don't I don't get like I understand people, and like you said, you talk about. What is it called again? The Bible. The Bible Belt. Belt. Yes. Especially in that area, you're going to get a lot of people wanting to, oh, you got to join. You got to, you got to come visit, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like, especially where I am and I'm about 20 years younger than you, I feel like. Rub it in. If people want to go, like they're going to go. I don't have to be like, here, come join. Like I'm not out here canvassing the neighborhood. Right. Right. And that's fine. You know, people will get to the religion when they want to. And that's the way it should be. I do understand that you shouldn't, if you're religious, then you, if people ask, you should let them know. And if they want to talk about it, that's awesome. But yeah, to try to force religion on somebody is just not a very good move. That is the quickest way to run them off. Yeah, it's not a, not a good look. And then finally, the friend who's aggressively helpful, the guy next door was, he actually just recently moved and it was funny. It would be, like super helpful, like at just crazy. It's like, I wouldn't see the guy for weeks. And then all of a sudden he's just like doing just crazy stuff. It's like, I kind of just would appreciate it. If you just went back inside, <laughs> you're not really helping me at out at all here, but I, I'm just kind of, now I'm just rambling about all these people that I've known because it's my podcast. I'm going to do a little bit of that. Damn it. But as far <laughs> as who's more likely to get let out in cuffs, I do think the guy with the ex, he's probably doesn't have enough self-esteem to even commit a crime worthy of handcuffs. Mm. The aggressively helpful one is going to be, usually they're trying to help people. You can, that, that's to a fault, but a friend who talks you and tries to talk you into going to their church, I think that is someone, especially as they get older, that when you're young and you do it, but when you're trying to talk somebody in their forties and you're in your forties to go to their church, I'm just like, so pretty much what you're saying is you're smarter than me, or you've got life figured out more than me. And then those people are the ones that always concern me when they do things a little bit, because it's kind of like, Oh, well, maybe it's okay if I bend the law here because it's really not that bad. And I'm, I'm not smart. I'm too smart to get caught. Is what I'm thinking. So I just feel like those mm. those people that kind of are feel like in a way they already see things the right way or going down a certain path, etc. And uh, as we know, and I won't get too religious on this show because religion and politics are two things I don't like to talk about, and I end up talking about them a little more than I would like. <laughs> but uh, as we were talking about uh, before your show, is that. There are great religious people. Some of the greatest, some of the nicest people I've ever met are religious and go to church regularly. But some of the wackiest people I've ever met are overly crazy. I would call it kind of like a faux religious. They use religion almost as a guise yes. to hiding things. And then, and those are the people that seem to always, I won't even mention some of the stuff that was happening in my neighborhood recently, but very religious people caught doing very unsavory things involving 
I won't even say it. Long story short, very unsavory things, and I'm sure they were let out in cuffs. So at least from from my dollar, I actually know someone firsthand that that happened to that lived within a few blocks of me. So I'm going with that person that tries to talk people into in church. I can see, especially if we're, if we're looking at extreme cases, which I think in this situation, we should look at the extreme case to see like how that would, because when I think of overly or aggressively helpful people, I think of movies like The Intruder mm-hmm. or oh. with um, Michael Ely, Megan Good and Dennis Quaid, where he just kept showing up like your neighbor and being just yeah. like, I'm mowing your lawn. Wait a minute. You sold us this house. What are you, <laughs> what are you still doing here? Like go right. home. Um, <laughs> but the person who, who tries to, to get you to join their church, they're, they're more, especially when they're older and they're, they're stuck in religion and not necessarily like the spirituality or the relationship part of it. Right. It's almost like, it's almost likened to the people who constantly call about your warranty on your car. <laughs> <laughs> Like they just keep showing like, where, where are you coming from? What are you doing? I feel like I can see, I can absolutely see them in that, in that light, like being just overly, like just overbearing. And so, yeah, I can agree with that. Okay. All righty. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll go ahead and I'm going to act like you didn't agree. And I'm going to act like I pulled my, I'm going to take this anyway card. That way we're even. <laughs> That way I don't have that card in the last round. And the last round we'll have to come up if we disagree, we'll have to come up with with a tie break. But this way, that way okay. I don't feel like I override you in the final round. I don't like doing that in the final round. So okay, you didn't pick the church. You picked something else, but we're going to go with that because I said it and I'm being a jerk. And my podcast, second time, I get to choose. <laughs> so actually I'm looking out for you. So we, so we have a more competitive final round here okay. to make the game a little more fun. So friend who tries to talk you into going to their church is going to advance against the friend who always stands you up and the friend who always asks you to spot them for this final question. And I'm not even sure which one of these friends this is going to be, but this is probably mm. about the, the grossest thing I could think of. Oh, I'm sure I could have thought up grosser, but this is probably one of the grosser things I could think of and actually put in a whack bracket. Out of these three friends, which one of these are more likely to clip their toenails on a plane? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh. Okay. All right. So we're going to we gotta dissect this a little bit. So the friend who is always inviting you to their church in the way that you described it, they think they can do no wrong and they are so entitled to the space they have. So I can absolutely see that person clipping their toenails on the plane without any regard for anybody around them, the space that they share or anything. Um, But I also feel like that person wouldn't do that because it's about pageantry, right? So you're Mm -hmm. very put together. So there wouldn't be a need to clip your toenails on the plane. So I can, I can see kind of both sides of that. Um, The other one who is what's the second one there was the friend who always stands you up and the friend who always always stands you up 
the friend who always stands you up, I feel like they are, because they're not even the here today, gone tomorrow people. Mm, I wonder what they're standing you up for. Are they sleeping? <laughs> they just stand you up because they're dicks. Maybe, maybe they're procrastinators. And I feel like because they're procrastinators, they feel like they're just entitled to do whatever they want to do. So they can, they would just clip their toenails on the plane without regard for people. But they wouldn't be in first class. They would have to do this like in a middle seat. <laughs> like, I feel like they're the ones who would do it in the middle seat on row 23. You're making this as disgusting as possible. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like that's who they are. I feel like because they booked their ticket last, they're on, they're toward the middle, the back of the middle of the plane, and they're in the middle seat. I feel like the friend who stands you up would absolutely do that. The friend who's asked you to spot them can't afford a ticket because <laughs> they mismanaged their funds. So either they're on spirit and there's no space to do anything, or they don't have a, they don't have money for the Uber to catch the flight. So they're not even on there. So I'm going with the person who always stands you up is more likely to clip their toenails on the plane. Yeah, I would say if it's more likely to clip their toenails on the bus, it's the friend who asks you to spot them. Yes. But, but yes. yeah, on a plane, you might be right. And also they ask you to spot them because either they're cheap or they're they're broke, but that doesn't lend itself necessarily to saying you're going to be the type of person that clips your toenails on a plane. Uh, as far as the talks you into going to their church, I think that I'm going to agree with you, at least publicly, there is a pageantry that goes into that. I liked your, your terminology there. And they want to look publicly put together, as you, you said, so eloquently. So I'm kind of just stealing your entire idea here. And I think that, yeah, there is the likelihood that they would be the ones probably most grossed out they would be publicly disgusted by it oh the clutching of the pearls yeah oh, yes, exactly. absolutely so, so absolutely yeah. but yeah definitely the friend who stands you up even to take that a little further is they are cheap they're going to be in the middle seat row 23 but it's even more than that is because they stand you up and they show no regard for your time or anything of that regard and similarly you're their friend and they show no regard for your time Mm-hmm. How do you think they are going to be towards strangers they're never likely to meet again? So yeah. at that point, yeah, they, to me, would definitely be the one that would be clipping their toenails out of these three friends. Yes, <laughs> I absolutely agree. All right. So we didn't have to come up with a game. We just agreed on the final question. Since we agreed on the final question, we can go back and admit I was cheating. Leah actually did answer the same thing I did in the last question. So, <laughs> so I just want, I wanted to rectify that. Yeah, we didn't have to make any special arrangements. So so I'm just being <laughs> stupid. But with all that said, it is the friend who stands you up that is going to win the shitty people you know wag bracket. And before I go and we say goodbye, I want to thank my guest, Leah, from the Take Up Space podcast. This has been a pleasure and a lot of fun. Oh, thanks and for I, having me. And I would like you to just wrap up and tell people where they might be able to reach you on social media platforms and podcasting, et cetera, et cetera. Or you can pimp your uh, personal website that it sounds like you have a small business that you're working on there. So pimp away. Okay. So uh, the small business that I'm actually working on is Champions of Discourse, where you can find us, championsofdiscourse.com. And we're also on social media 
uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can find us Champions of Discourse. Uh, that's where we talk about, uh, it's more of a coaching where I help you to learn how to speak more effectively to other people and present yourself in a way that is going to be best representative in that situation. Um, the podcast, Take a Space Podcast, is where we talk about learning to be more self-aware and not shrink ourselves. And we are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Take Up Space Pod. That's Take Up Space P-O-D. And we drop every Tuesday on all podcasting platforms. We're also on YouTube at youtube.com slash champions of discourse. And you can find us there live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Central. So hope to see you there. All righty. Yeah, check that out. And after you're done checking her out, feel free to reach out to me on the Instagrams and the tweeters at Whack Brackets. I'm also on the Snapchats and the TikToks and some other things that I never use with all the cool kids. Uh, if you've kind of gotten sick of using the Instagrams and the tweeters because you are a decent person and you're sick of social media, you can reach out to me privately in email. You can send it to anything at Whack Brackets. You can send it to toenail clipping in the middle row at whackbrackets.com. I will get it. <laughs> you can send it to Mike is a heathen and he's going to burn in hell because he said something remotely bad about churches at whackbrackets.com. I will get that too. And with all that said, I want to thank again, Leah from the Take Up Space podcast. This has been a lot of fun and I am going to go ahead and say goodbye and I will let her lead you out. So see ya. Thanks. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.